This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Uh, we all love to take trips and stay in hotels. I do anyway. I do too. I uh, love traveling. Especially when they're on the water. Yes. Now, if you travel for work, you might be like, oh, I'm over it. I just want to be home. But I have uh, some information here from a hotel housekeeper, and they have some tips because of uh, germs, you should avoid using these things as a guest. Oh, like things in a hotel room that are disgusting and you don't realize it. Yes. Now, you think I'm going to say the remote? It's not on the list. Okay? Okay. Let's start. Do you want to start with coffee? Coffee? Oh, yeah. The coffee maker? Oh, God. What's wrong with the coffee maker? Okay. She says coffee makers are generally only superficially cleaned, a quick spray and a wipe. As most hotels care more about appearance and speed as opposed to actual cleanliness. Coffee makers are rarely deep cleaned, meaning there are a lot there's a lot of bacteria and sometimes even mold growing inside because of the stagnant water and improper cleaning. So nasty guests are leaving stagnant water in there. Ew. I wanna also say that the important thing to know about all of these things is why they aren't cleaned. Because The people that are cleaning the rooms, they have 15 to 20 rooms during their eight-hour shift. So if you break that down, that only gives them 20 to 30 minutes per room at best. Yeah. So this is like probably, I mean, I think that they're overestimating 15 to 20 minutes, let's say. Okay? So what they're doing during that time is um, the bed takes a long time. Making beds, replacing linens and towels, restocking amenities, taking out the garbage, organizing, and more. So there's a lot of things to do in a short amount of time. Yeah, I imagine a lot of it is just like the things that we're like most people are obsessed with looking at. Like yeah. you would notice if the bed is out of whack. You would notice if the bathroom is right. not clean. Yeah, so it's surface level, you know, trying to get things together. And um, so the coffee maker is number one. Um, then I'm not worried. Okay, can I be honest? I'm, I'm less worried about the coffee maker, though, because like, sure. at least I'm... The water's hot when it goes through the thing, so maybe it'll kill any bacteria. Oh, but won't it right? grow bacteria if it's warm in there after, you know, if people know. just put water in there and they don't All right, what else cup. do I need to be miserable Ice buckets. About? You may be thinking that that plastic liner is going to be okay, but um, just because you're using the liner doesn't mean everyone is. They've seen ice buckets used as dog dishes. Oh. Buckets for whenever you're sick. And buckets are superficially clean. The water or ice is dumped, and then it's just a quick dry with your dusting rag and maybe a spray of an all-purpose cleaner. So maybe just do an extra rinse in the sink. (laughs) I mean, you'd want to clean everything. Uh, I think you probably know this one, but blankets and duvets. Well, yeah. Only only, uh, deep cleaned once a year. What? Once a year? Once a year. Most hotel blankets, duvets are rarely cleaned and changed out. 
where I worked, unless there was a visible stain, blankets, duvets, and bedspreads were only taken to laundry once a year. That was during their deep cleaning. I'm going to pretend that's not true. And I'm also, that's just disgusting. Think of all the skin flakes. Yeah, let's not go there. Like the pillows? Let's not. Because I always think of the pillow. Is that on your list? The, um, the it pillows? is in here. Pillow protectors are replaced during this once a year thing. Yeah, because I just think like if there are critters in the pillow itself, I don't care how many barriers you put between the pillow and you, them critters are going to get all up in your business. Uh-huh. Is that Ooh. on there? Um, well, it says pillow protectors are replaced once a year. Mattresses are flipped or walls and curtains washed once a year. Towels and robes. We were all, always told not to replace them if they looked clean to prevent them from getting overwashed so the laundry doesn't get overwhelmed. So if you leave those towels, you know, well, fold yeah. it up, you just, they're yeah. leaving them there. So if you like, you know, wipe your keister with it and then fold it back up and put it on the thing. <laughs> it's going to stay that. <laughs> yes. Don't do that, people. Yeah. And um, the fifth one here is glassware. Uh, this woman says, where I worked, drinking glasses and coffee cups were simply rinsed and wiped in the bathroom sink. We, we were not given dish soap, nor was the glassware collected and taken to be properly washed in a dishwasher. Ew. So. You know how they always put those little paper lids on it? Oh, yeah. Like on the glass? Yeah. Yeah. And, and you might think, well, what anything. if somebody, like, they want to be extra clean and they're, you know, this has nothing to do with the housekeeper. They have such a big responsibility. Yeah, They're not for sure. No, that would just be the standard set by the hotel. And if you wanted to disinfect things on your own, you'd have to buy your own disinfectant. So they're not yeah. providing those. I will tell you, I don't you. drink out of those cups. Oh yeah, I'm not yeah. Drinking, no. I have before. I didn't know before yeah. I read this that it was just rinsed out in the sink. Somebody's, you know, mouth could have been oh, on that God. glass. You know, or worse, and just that little. Because uh, you know, there's somebody in the bathroom like. Worse? Oh, you never no. know. I just assume Are that somebody has wiped what every part of their body on anything in that room. Because <laughs> you just know how people are. Yeah. Don't bring a black light. Oh. Into your hotel room because you will just pass out. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want to know. On the walls. It's yeah. The bedspread. Oh gosh. One time I had to stop because um of. <laughs> So for some reason, I, I had just to imagine stop. all the people out there that are like, oh, God, I'm never going to go to a hotel. What were you going to say? <laughs> One time I had to stop at a CD um, place because I had like a tire problem. Oh, sure. Okay? You no and choice. it was at night. And I'm like, OK, I'm going to get this. I'm going to pull in yeah. to this CD motel. <laughs> and I was scared. I was super scared. People were knocking on my door. And I slept um, on top of the blankets, but in my coat and full clothes. I've done that once in my life. And just like it was wintertime and I literally didn't get under the covers. Yep. It yeah. was terrifying. I just always think of bed bugs. That's what I'm most concerned about mm-hmm. is just the thought that there's critters like in the mattress. Oh, gosh. Anyway, if you were, <laughs> if you had to do a job that was similar to this, yeah. would you rather work at a convenience store or clean a hotel? Work in a convenience store? What do you mean? Because like then you're dealing the with counter? people. Yeah. Oh, I'd work in a hotel, 100%. You would, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I can put in my AirPods and just bebop around. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I have a good friend who uh, works in a 
hotel and cleans hotel rooms. Yeah. And the real bad stories, you think this is not bad, but I won't even get into what people do and leave. Like why? In hotel rooms. Why won't you get into that? Because it's not, people will complain about me. What do you mean? <laughs> On the air. Just like, dead bodies? No, but it's just, you know. I mean, I can imagine that, that people have barfed everywhere. People have unfortunately had accidents everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. People have had merrymaking everywhere. Merrymaking. Yeah. Whoopee. Yeah. I mean, I, I encountered a lot of weird things when I worked in retail in a dressing room when I had to clean out the dressing rooms. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Well, I'm sure I'm sure it's worse in a hotel. Absolutely. Because people are sleeping there. They are. Or worse. Or worse, because yeah. sleeping is bad. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Um, so what can you do? Um, you can just bring... <laughs> you can own... just wrap yourself in cellophane. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they just suggest if you want towels that are extra clean, ask the person who is cleaning the rooms to have one off the cart. Like if you want clean towels, ask yeah. them, can I have those towels right there that you have? Because those have been longer. Oh God! Don't be that person. Though. Yeah, I know. I, I just feel like that then, suggestion, and I'm you like, give that Ugh. suggestion, and that works once in a while. But if everybody starts doing that, it's like when they start doing secret menu stuff at Starbucks. Then all the employees are like, "Could you guys please stop saying that?" Mm-hmm. Because now we're getting stopped in the, you know, in the cart in the hall. Yeah. Can I have the really clean towels? I think that there is a thing. Um, and maybe a my talker out there knows where it's almost like a bug bomb that you can set off on your room and then leave. And it's a disinfectant that just kind of like sprays everywhere. That's a thing. I think so. Okay. I think it is. If you've you're ever saying used like, one before, of those, like when you check into your room, you just go in set there it off. and you just put it in there and then it just like sprays a mist everywhere. Yeah. Or you could just like wipe down the things you're actually going to touch. Yeah. Yeah. Or you know what? You could just realize that it's the earth. And we inhale all sorts of dirtiness every single day of our lives, and True. we're fine. We're probably uh, our houses are probably because you know dirtier. they always say that thing about like there's like feces on your remote control, <laughs> and I'm like, look, if there was a real problem with feces on your remote control, there'd be like you know there'd be outbreaks of path like of uh, you know pathogenic illness. So I just feel like if it was really that bad. Yeah. We'd figure it out. Once again, how often do you clean your own home deeply? Yeah. I don't. Deeply. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Don, for scaring <laughs> us away from our next vacation. Fun! No problem. When we come back, Don is going to titillate us with a blind item. Not from NT Lawyer. No, it's not blind items. You didn't uh, look at your clock incorrectly this is from another blind item website and it's all about one of your favorite reality stars and who she might be dating we come back right here on my hey my talkers bradley here for my good friends at your boat club you know i love being on the water more than most any place on the planet which is why I'm super excited to tell you all about my friends at your boat club. So think of those summer days on the lake with friends and family, but you have none of the hassle, zero hassle. In fact, at your boat club, they take care of the work so you can take care of the phone, the fun. You literally just, the phone too, I don't care. You literally just show up, boat, and head home. It's that easy. That's your boat club. Best of all, they've got 30 locations in Minnesota, and not just Minnesota, also Wisconsin, Illinois, and even Florida. Your boat club is family-owned and operated. It's not a franchise, and they offer the same five-star service across 
each of their locations. With annual memberships, daily and multi-day boat rentals, there's an option for everyone at Your Boat Club. Head to yourboatclub.com today and tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley is on on my talk. 107.1. Hi, guys. Welcome to Monday. Thanks for hanging out with us. Um, And I wanted to... um, talk about something in particular okay and great. it is uh well i'm just looking here and i'm like well that's not the link i had in there anyway i will find it um it has to do with kim kardashian now she is having fun with a certain someone mm. they're riding around in a golf cart mm. or she's using this individual's golf golf cart oh so it's not one of her kids or no like... it isn't no it's a man oh and I want to see if you know who this is. Okay. Some random. He's um he was divorced and people were, you know, last year, I believe. Oh. Or maybe it's been divorced two years. Last yes, year. yes. And he is in his own well, right. Are we doing like a blind item? Yeah, we're doing a blind oh, item. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look at you bringing the blind items to town. So I saw this and I was like, hmm, I actually like this match. I don't necessarily like them individually. I'm not a huge fan of his or hers. I don't. So it's a guy that she's been seen with driving around in a golf cart. Yeah, and and it's his golf cart that she's borrowing. It's in a tropical location. You don't have to guess the tropical location because I I don't know. But um, this individual, which would be Kim Kardashian, has been looking for tropical properties in the same area that this guy has. Um, a house. Okay, when you say tropical, do you mean like the Caribbean? Mm, yep, yep. Okay, so we're not talking like Florida. Or... No, no, okay. no, 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 no. Um, and... and you said he got divorced last year? I think so. It just seems like it's been longer because, you know. What, how would you describe him? Um, he is, um, well, if I say this word, you're going to know. Um, I he... mean, anti-lawyer would, you know, describe people as A-list or B-list. Oh, okay. He is an A-plus list athlete. Oh, well, that's easy. Mm-hmm. It is? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. I mean, if by that you mean divorce and last year an A-plus list. That's right. Wait, she so she's in the Caribbean with Tom Brady? She isn't in, there with him, but she was seen riding around on his golf court golf court golf cart looking at property golf court yeah golf court <laughs> so uh, she was wait a minute so she was so kim kardashian was riding around on tom brady's golf cart sans tom brady that is correct well that doesn't mean they're together that just means that he's like hey kim why don't you come down and look at my properties yeah that is correct now um somebody asked him about this and there have been rumors going around uh, it's All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The A-list reality star was spotted touring properties in this warm locale. The thing is, she was using a certain newly single A-list athlete's golf cart as her mode of transportation. Just friends or something more. He says they're just friends and that she helped him do helped him out with something. I bet she did. <laughs> so that's the blind item that the blind she helped item. him out with something? Well, I'm well, sure it was her, his career. It's a possible couple. That's what they're implying. Okay. Well, I don't know uh, if there's any legitimacy to this, but I would say... I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, she gets linked to all sorts of people, and he has never done the publationship thing insofar as, I mean, he did with Giselle, but by that I mean, you know, they used their relationship for publicity, of course. Yes. But in terms of, like, an old-school Kim Kardashian, Pete Davidson experience, I don't think he's ever done that before. I don't think he knows what he's doing. What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that... Obviously, she is way ahead when it comes to dealing with the publationship well and also in selfies she's way ahead of the game on selfies now you had a comment um that i noticed that you mentioned that he's not he's very um cringy (laughs) well yeah do you remember his like thirst trap attempt where he's like hey guys is this how you do this and he was like on the edge of the bed in his underpants like with his hand on his crotch like hey (laughs) It was just, Bradley it, does. Uh, he has one eye closed, and he's kind of like looks sort of like Gollum whenever he does well, this but, one. Little. Yeah, because it's just kind of pervy, but it's like it's not executed well. Like if you're gonna do a thirst trap, you know, like that's why you would never see me, for example, doing a thirst trap because I would look, it would look absurd, right? Like some people can just do that. Kim yeah. Kardashian is one of those people. She can just be like, she could wash a dish just, and turn around and yeah, go, just be "Hi, like, look at my bag." <laughs> amazing right right and everybody is like wow um but yeah so i i think the benefit let's assume for the sake of discussion that this is a real thing i Mm -hmm. think he would benefit from a little kardashian 101 oh i think they'd be a great couple why because he is the greatest at what he does and she is the greatest at what she does yeah and so they are at their match pete davidson is not up to her level not that that wasn't just a publicationship anyway, but she sure did put a big investment last season into the Pete Davidson whole, like, hey, we're I'm, dating type thing. I'm curious, though. So you and I are more on the celebrity side of things. Mike over here, he's got the angle on the sports. Too. Yes, he does. So from, like, sports side of things, Mike, yeah. how would sports fans respond to... Tom Brady and Kim Kardashian. Well, the publicationship, obviously, that angle is all to build up for something, to promote something, to get their fame up a, diff- a bigger reason. Uh, yeah. But here's the thing that I don't understand, though. He's already got a signature on like, a What 10- can they do for each he's other? He's got a signature on a 10-year, $375 million contract to be a broadcaster. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's going to have time to do anything with oh. her, I guess, unless it's going to be just like endorsement-driven. Like she's, He's going to have more opportunities for endorsements yeah. because of it, but he He's, and he's, he's even talking. He's way too busy during the season for sure. And he's already talked about there's a chance.
he might back out from that announcing gig. And go back to playing again? Not to playing, but just because he, he keeps claiming that his family life is so important to him. And now that he has actually retired, he's yeah, spending so much time with the kids. He didn't have enough time. There you go. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so. Um, I don't know. I, I guess from an endorsement standpoint, I can see there would be some reason to do that but almost a 400 million dollar contract for 10 years he ain't earned front money yeah yeah he's not true. definitely he doesn't need anything from her is what i'm saying no. so i feel like it's a good match except for like a wait a minute he doesn't need anything from he her. doesn't need anything from her like they yeah, are but for matched. a relationship they need to be you know there needs to be some it, it's an equal match they can benefit from each other for sure but he doesn't he's not lower on the totem pole they're each you know equally yeah. matched yeah and they both have so much money. He's not thinking about getting. But what's her the money. point of a publicationship then? Or are uh, you thinking it's a real romantic relationship? Maybe he's just hooking up with her. Yeah. That could be it. And he's like, well, but well, you can do that in the dark. You can do that in the shadows. You can do that without people ever knowing. That's what I think is so hilarious about the world of celebrities and rich people. Like, you think that they're always going to be seen by a TMZ photographer? No. Like, if you want to. There are so many people getting busy that we don't know about. He's going to be on the next. He's going to be on the Kardashian show. I you bet think? helping her find a property with. Um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, that's. I probably don't what think it they're. Is. I don't think they're. Prob- well, I don't know. We look. We'll find out. And then they have a glass of wine, and you, then you know what happens. And then he's in his under unders. Going, he's like, hey, hi, hey, the Kim, did I do this right? <laughs> she's like, no, <laughs> that's gross. <laughs> okay. Hey guys, Bradley here with great news from my friends at Little Blind Spot and Hunter Douglas. Not only do select Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades qualify for a U.S. federal tax credit of up to $1,200, but you can save even more money with rebates on Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation now through July 31st. Get a $150 rebate when you buy four Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb shades with PowerView Automation and receive a $38 rebate for each of Additional unit with PowerView. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Now is the time to take advantage of some major credits and rebates. Hunter Douglas Duet Honeycomb Shades are amazing and available in many fabrics, including light filtering, room darkening, and blackout shading options. Visit the Little Blind Spot showroom in downtown Hopkins today and let their experts help you through every step of the process. Or check them out online at littleblindspot.com. And don't forget to tell them Bradley sent you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Uh, we need to talk about Prince Nasty. Oh, yes, we do, Dawn, because I heard something very, very, very concerning about our good friend. Prince Nasty is Prince Andrew, if you don't know. And there was a piece over at the Daily Beast in their royalist column that says Prince Andrew is refusing to leave Royal Lodge. (gasps) What? Do you want to remind the audience, Don, why Prince Nasty is at the Royal Lodge and why that's a problem? Well, because he moved in because his... um, After the death of the Queen Mother in 2004... Prince Nasty moved in to the royal lodge. Oh, the Queen Mother, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm the sorry. Queen Mother. I thought you were saying his mother, the Queen. No, no, the Duke of York. That is the Queen, the Queen's mother, his grandmama. Yes, that's right. So he moved in, uh, and uh, Fergie, Sarah Ferguson, moved in as well, and it was sort of a gift to 
Prince Nasty from his mother. Well, and at that time, he was a working royal. He's the son of the sovereign. Mm -hmm. So it all made sense that he would be at the 30-room Royal Lodge at Windsor. And Mm -hmm. Windsor, of course, being uh, his mother's favorite place to hang out when she was not at Buckingham Palace. And so not a surprise that he was there. There's only one problem, though. His mother has now passed on. His brother has ascended to the throne, which means that it's now up to his brother Mm -hmm. to decide who lives in Royal Lodge. And we've learned that Charles would like Andrew to go (laughs) bye-bye in the car um, uh, because he's got plans for Royal Lodge that don't include Prince Nasty. Also, I don't know if you know this, Prince Nasty uh, no longer, I mean, there's a reason that people call him Prince Nasty. He's no longer working royal because, remember, Virginia Roberts Jufre alleged that he had sex with her when she was but 17 years old, and he has settled with her out of court. So that led to him being removed from the royal duties because he was just a big royal duty. Um, And then after his mother died, it's like he's kind of persona, not persona non grata per se, but certainly he's not doing anything. He doesn't have there's no need for him to be taking up 30 rooms of royal property and because his salary was cut his royal allowance Mm -hmm. by his brother he doesn't have the money to pay for its upkeep that's correct so now he's going to be kicked out but he doesn't want to go obviously where is he gonna go he's basically saying and this is what this piece in the daily beast says is that he's basically, you know, kicking and screaming, like, I am not leaving, I've got stuff to do. And the latest excuse, if you believe the royalist column, mm-hmm. is, and they call him Scandal Magnet Prince Andrew. <laughs> I do love that. Prince Nasty's descript- easier. We yeah, Prince Nasty's easier, but Scandal Magnet, he's such a scandal magnet. <laughs> I'm going to get you a t-shirt This is Scandal, scandal Magnet. Mag- oh, please, please. <laughs> um, this, he's, you know, he told, apparently a friend of his told the son, quote, this has been his family home for 20 years. Is it really sensible to kick him out? Uh, another friend said, Eugenie, that's his daughter, is heavily pregnant, and her parents expect to have the new grandchild here this summer. Oh. So they don't want to kick him out, or he doesn't want to go because Eugenie's going to have a baby. That's right. And they're used to this kind of, I mean, this is where Eugenie lived for almost 20 years. Yeah. So they don't want to go. They're like, yeah, dad's house is the best. I'm going to live there because I don't even have to see him. And. He's going to move, if you're wondering and concerned, where does Prince Nasty go? He's allegedly going to Frogmore Cottage, which is where Harry and Meghan were, but then they were unceremoniously, well, ceremonious. They're like, they I know what we'll out. do. They're playing a little game of chess here. Yeah, he's like, look, I got to keep people on the property. Also, I do find it a little shocking that Prince Andrew gets to stay on the property on the king's dime. And the king's own son can't have a place to stay (laughs) at his own dad's house you know what i'm saying yeah it seems a little sketchy the guy who settled with a woman who claimed that they had a sexual uh well i don't even want to say relationship because she doesn't claim it was a relationship she says she was sex trafficked essentially to him and to others and he was made to settle with her out of court so as to avoid a criminal or a, a civil trial right right but then you're admitting guilt when you do that. Well, I mean, right? you're not, no, you're not necessarily admitting okay. guilt, but it sure looks stinky. Sure does. Right? Like you don't generally fork over tens of millions of dollars to someone or a million dollars or however much it was um, because there's absolutely no proof that 
you know. I mean, there's a picture of them. Yeah, there's a picture of them, which he says is photoshopped. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, he says he's never met her before and he doesn't sweat. Anyway, the moral of the story <laughs> is he's trying to find excuses to not get kicked out of Royal Lodge. And apparently, here's what I find so interesting, because, Don, we know this about the royal family. Mm-hmm. They don't talk to each other. This is not like Andrew's calling up Charles and he's like, oh, Charles, no. dear brother, can't you let me no. stay at this wonderful property? Through his and people. Charles is like, no, you can't do that. No, it's like people talking to people talking to people. Yeah, you can't it's, make a phone call and go, I want to talk to William. Like, he can't get through. And according to, so according to this piece, it's like, can't, why can't Charles call up his own brother? I don't know. Why can't Charles call his own son? This family has some serious communication He's problems. He's not calling his own son. If I were Charles, I would just march right in and be like, look, Camilla, your past is nasty. My past is nasty. What are we going to do about this? Living nasty bliss together. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, you know, if if he's really that concerned about getting kicked out, maybe he would want to go pay them a visit. Maybe he should live with Prince Andrew at his estate, which is called Bagshot Park. And this is absolutely huge. Prince Andrew. That's Prince, what I'm about. sorry, not Prince Andrew. Uh, uh, Prince Edward. Oh, yeah, but Prince Edward is actually a working royal. I know, but he can go, hey, not... can we move into your place? Because I'm it's sure Edward's huge. like, no, stay, I don't want the press all up in my business because you're <laughs> bringing in your God knows what dates. Dates. No. Right? Yeah. Well, I, I hope he's not doing anything like that anymore um, just because... You know, it's oh terrible. yeah no. I think people who do those things stop. Oh, they don't. I don't feel like. I don't think they do. I think you're right. I anyway, I was just wishful thinking, suggesting that he move into this other super large home on 51 acres. Yeah, no, and I'm sure Charles is like, you can't let him move in there. Oh, right. I'm sure the whole family is just like. Do you think he's going around asking <laughs> like, "Hey, Anne, can I live with you?" <laughs> Hey, can I live with you? Oh, I don't you know Anna's li- not taking any of that. Mm, no. She's like, no, no, no. No. I am but not. But how do you deny your brother? Like, even if it's... I don't think it's denying. It's just saying, like, you're not my problem. You're a grown-ass man. Go get a, you know, go find a place to live. He's giving him Frogmore, but that is very small. Yeah. I mean, we've heard about it in he Spare. Is, he has no job. For a royal, it's small. He is not working for it. So I, this is one where I would totally understand Charles and Camilla being like, we can't keep him at Royal Lodge. He's not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. Right? The British people are probably, I mean, they're already like, what the heck? Yeah. The last thing they need is like, you know, Andrew to be the constant reminder of like what's wrong with the British royal family. So how long are they, are they going to let Eugenie pop out her kid there and stay there for a little bit. I don't know. You said it was a month after she gives birth that he's Yeah, he was supposed to, to get leave. kicked out in uh, September and he's like, oh, I've got this baby coming um, in August. And so, like grandchild. Yeah. I don't know. But doesn't Eugenie have her own house? They don't live there with him, do they? I don't believe so. Yeah, I mean, because she's married to somebody who's pretty also, wealthy. What the heck does Andrew need 30 rooms for? Like, what does he do? To hide his day? secrets. Oh, God. And his um, teddy stuffed bear animals. collection. Doesn't he have like, yeah, a bunch of teddy bears? Mm-hmm. That, uh, that's a thing for a grown man. Look, no shame if people have teddy bear collections. I have a couple of stuffed animals by my bed. I was going to say, you've got my squishmallows, a couple of them. Um, you're a grown ass man and you have. I am. 
I'm just saying you're an adult. Okay, but there was another story in this. The Daily Beast has this royal column, and I was reading both that and then also apparently there's some gossip from Prince William's people that were like, yeah, so you know that whole coronation thing my dad did? I don't want mine like that. So just FYI, we're not doing that again. And he's talking about how the whole like, you guys should all get on a knee and pledge your allegiance to me. We're not doing that when I'm king. Oh, my gosh. He's going to break royal tradition, something that's been this. Hopefully he'll have the same elements that have gone on for a thousand years. Yeah, like I'm, I'm assuming those. The oil st- and the yeah, like get naked in a dance. box yeah. and we'll, you know, do <laughs> the chicken dance. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. Ba, da, 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 da. <laughs> I would die <laughs> if. And then they go, no, oh, please. Can we please have the, <laughs> the, British the royal chicken dance. chicken dance? The pheasant dance? Yeah, it would be. A cock in the hand is worth two in the bush. <laughs> oh, no. My grandpa had a um, restaurant in Southern California called the Cock of the North. Oh, interesting. Long time ago. I'm going to just uh, move along and tell you that quickly that story said a source close to William says the following. There is no way he will go down that route or anything like it. That is having uh, people pledge their allegiance to him. Oh, okay, that part. But the whole yeah. ceremony where Not he comes in dance. in the robes and he wears the crown, yeah. that's going to happen. I also love how people were like, you know, making fun of the robes and the crowns. I'm like, have you guys met? Yeah, this is royalty. This is, this that's is, what it is. That's what they do. This is, it's this fine for me. for, you know, hundreds of years. Yeah. Because they're like, hi, we have all this stuff and you don't. I think that's kind of the point. <laughs> Exactly. Um, not that that's right or wrong, but I will say, I do wonder how long it's going to be before William takes over, right? Mm, and and Camilla's kicked to the curb. Oof, Sorry, Camilla, it's going to be rough. Yeah, that is going to be real rough. Yeah, because if I were William, you know, I think William has been playing the role that's that he right. is meant to play, which is to be the dutiful son. Yes, he doesn't the, have a choice. The heir in waiting, but the minute his dad is gone. Bye. Because <laughs> I don't think he likes. Yes, he's like chicken dance. Yes. Camilla to the curb. Cluck, 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 cluck. All right, we're gonna put on our crowns, do the royal chicken dance in the break, and when we come back, Mike's spinning his wheel, and wherever that wheel stops determines the game we're gonna play. It's game show roulette. When we return, right here on my talk. It's Don McLean for Olivia Weight Control Centers. Summer is here. Not officially, but it is spring. The weather is beautiful, and you probably want to get outside. Well, if you want to lose some weight, um, you could lose uh, 10 pounds before summer for sure. And that's through Olivia's doctor-recommended program. Their weight loss program was voted number one in Minnesota for a couple of years in a row. And I did the program, and I absolutely love it. You can actually receive three months free when you mention me. And I lost about 30 pounds with Livia. And I'm just uh, thrilled with it because I feel great. I learned how to maintain my weight loss. And I recommend Livia to anybody who wants to uh, feel healthier and lose weight the healthy way. I was actually not eating enough whenever I started the Livia program. And through getting more sleep and doing their program, I it was actually pretty easy to lose the weight. So call them today, 855-GO-LIVIA, or visit Livia.com. And you can get three months free when you mention me. Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on my talk 1071. 
Thank you for joining us this Monday. If you missed any part of the show, you can always go back and listen to it uh, at mytalk1071.com. And you can click on shows and you can find our podcast there. Yay! Yay! And now it's time to play a game. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette! Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Yes, let's get the week started with another game show from our game show roulette wheel. We spin the wheel wherever it ends. That is the game we play for today. To wrap up the show, where it's going to stop. Here it goes. Oh. Oh, what's this now? It's a game we've played more than any other. Oh. My talkers love it. It's oh, named that, that tune. Okay. You ready to name a tune or two? Or sure. three or four? Absolutely. Let's do if it. you name three, you're going to win. I guarantee you that. We are playing Name That Tune. You know how it works. I'm going to give you uh, uh, a clue about a song. You two will then bid on how many seconds it's going to take for you to name that particular tune. Tune. They all have an overall theme, but then they'll each have their own little clues to go with it. And okay. You may remember during the Dirt Alert at the 1 o'clock uh, hour, I told you that there is apparently the first two hours of the very first broadcast of MTV Yeah, that you can watch. Yeah. Somebody just posted it. All five of our tunes today were featured in those two hours. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh no. So all five of these songs were the first of about 20 songs ever played on MTV. Okay. Music right. video okay. slash songs. So okay. uh, are you ready to do this? Yeah. Yep. All right. I flipped a coin to see who's going to start the bidding on the first one. Call it heads or tails? Tails. It is heads. <gasps> oh. So, Don, you get to start the bidding okay. here for our first one. Okay. And our first tune, the clue goes something like this. This is the biggest mainstream hit for the Jacksonville Southern Rock Group. Oh, That's your clue. Biggest mainstream hit for the Jacksonville Southern Rock Group. And keep in mind, all of these songs, the year was 1981, by the way, is when MTV started. So all these songs were featured in the first two-ish hours of MTV programming. Okay. Okay. How would you like to start the bidding from 10 uh, seconds? Work your way down. I would like to do, I can name that tune in four seconds. Don, I can name that tune in three seconds. Bradley, I can name that tune in what? two seconds. Oh, Whoa. name that tune, Don. <laughs> These two are feeling <laughs> good about their Southern Rock. We're all the way down to two seconds on the first one. All right, Don, you've mm-hmm. got two seconds to name. I'll give you the clue one more time. Biggest okay. mainstream hit for the Jacksonville Southern Rock Group. Okay. Here we go. Oh, shoot. That's two oh, seconds. Oh, no. Yeah, that's very short. Oof. Don. Oh, no. I can't do it. Can't oh, do it. Man. Sorry. Sorry. Bradley, did you know that one? Dun, 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 dun. No, no, what is it's it? not uh, Joey's on a vacation far away from. <laughs> this is 38 Special. Hold on loosely. Oh, oh God. Sure. Oh, Off of Wild Eyes Southern Boys, yes. I would have to sing through the whole song to get to the hook. <laughs> That's my problem with oh. this is that I have to like fast forward. <laughs> That's your problem, yet you've bid in two seconds. Yeah, I know. So I just wanted more. to start off strong. <laughs> well, well, I appreciate the effort. Okay. Unfortunately, Bradley is going to be starting off strong as he gets the first point because you Darn. did not get it. Uh, Bradley, you do get to start the bidding on this next one. And your clue is this. Debut solo single from a dude in a very successful 80s group. 
So it's a debut solo single from a dude from a very successful 80s group. How many uh, seconds would you like? Again, these are all songs John! that were first featured on MTV. I can name that tune in four seconds. <laughs> Bradley, I can name that tune in three seconds? Name that tune, Don! Okay. All right, Don. You got to uh, find a way to name this tune okay. to avoid going down 2-0 ah. and potentially being knocked out after just three. Let's see. You've got, again... Three seconds now. Your clue, solo, the first solo single for a dude from a very successful 80s group. Okay. Here are your three seconds. Uh, this is... You don't have to take your time. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is In the Air Tonight, Phil Collins. Yes, Good it is. Job. You named that tune. Oh. Nicely done. Coming That's such a scary song. Tonight. It is. Ooh, it's such a dark, dark song, but, but I'm so glad one. he sang about it. Mm-hmm. There you go. We're moving on to the uh, next one here. We're all tied up 1-1. we got some work to do. got to get few th- uh, through a few more. Excuse me. Uh, we'll start the bidding, or Don's going to start the bidding with this clue. Okay. Again, these are all songs that were featured in the first two hours of MTV's existence with music video. This tune from an Illinois group is the only of our five tunes today to hit number one on the charts. Oh, interesting. So maybe the most popular of the ones we've going to be hearing today. So how do you feel about uh, starting the bidding there, Don? Oh, I can name that tune in four seconds. (laughs) Don? You were in preschool. I was in kindergarten. (laughs) I can name that. No, I was in kindergarten. Oh, okay. 1981, I was in first grade. Yeah, me too. But we're not okay. Yeah, I was older. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I can name that tune in three seconds. Okay, name that tune. Okay, all right, Bradley, you've got three seconds. Again, your clue. This is a tune from an Illinois group. It's the only of our five tunes today to actually hit number one on the charts. Here we go. Three seconds or four was it? Three. Three, three seconds. Three, 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 three seconds. Four of this one. That is not the title. I need the title. You're closer. What is the title of this song? Can you name that tune? Oh, I can't. I know the song. Anything? Oh, keep on loving you, or keep on loving you. Wow. I'm going to give you a clap for that one because I had to fast forward in my head. Wow. That was good. Hold that out of my keister. Came back around for it. Well done. All right. That means Bradley has the 2-1 lead. And he also... Yeah, because you lost the first one. Oh, okay. He got two right? Wait, no, he didn't no, get the, you got the you first, got one, the first wrong. one wrong. Everyone gets a point every time in this one. So if he oh. wouldn't have been able to name that, you would have taken a 2-1 lead. Oh, I see. Yep. I forget the rules it's of okay. this. Okay. We've okay. only got two minutes. Let's try to roll through come these on, next two on. here. Uh, a very After a very successful decade in the 70s, this was the first of a few top five hits in the 80s for this river group. Mm. After a very successful 70s, this was the first of a few top five mm. hits from the 80s for a very or for a, a river group. Excuse me. Any uh, our bidding starts with a Bradley. He's got the two one lead. and He also starts the bidding on this fourth one. <laughs> Don, I can name that tune in four seconds. Uh, Bradley, I can name that tune in three seconds. Name it. 
You've got three seconds, Dawn. <laughs> yeah. Again, your clue. After a very successful set 19, or 70s, decade mm-hmm. of the 70s, this was the first of a few top five 80s hits for the River Group. Okay. Here you go. Tonight's the night we'll make it. Oh, shoot. Any thoughts on that song? You're singing the song. Yeah. Can you get to the title in time? Oh, the pressure. I can't. Sorry. That is, of course, the river band Sticks. Sticks. You and I. Oh, the best of times. The These are the best of times. Been tough. And by the yeah. way, just name this one quick as we're running out of time. Who can name it first? One of the greatest solo saxophone oh, moments of all time. It's like... Uh, uh, Kenny G? <laughs> Not the <laughs> artist. <laughs> but... <laughs> the Foo Fighters is... redid it. Oh. You got it. I don't know That's what that great. the title is. Jerry Rafferty with Baker Street. Okay. Oh, Baker Street. No. Okay. All, hey. all five of those Can songs featured in MTV. And yes, Bradley, you oh, did yes! win. Congratulations. Good job. What did Dawn not win? Dawn did not win uh, your consolation prize, which is this. I did win it. No, you did. An alarm clock. You've won a West Clock. A wow. West Clock. I won an East Clock. You know, uh, so you can tell what time it is when you lose. It's wow. time for Lori and Julia, though. Uh, no, it is time for Lori and Julia. And don't worry, I did a tick check thoroughly in my chair. <laughs> but uh, we might want to let Lori know that there were some ticks in here. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Boulevard Auto Works. BLVDAutoWorks.com. Tom and his team right over in St. Anthony for the last 40 years. They're the real deal, the hometown pros. They're not going to take you for a ride, and it's summer road trip season. Actually, it's probably just around the corner, but in either case, it's time to start thinking about whether or not your vehicle's in tip-top shape for all the summer fun you're going to have on the road. And the easiest way I know to make sure is to bring your vehicle into Tom and his team over at Boulevard. So whether it's scheduled maintenance or just having them give you, you know, a quick once over to make sure the tires are in good shape, you name it, Tom and his team are there for you. And with free courtesy cars and a car wash with every service, they're going to keep your car happy all summer long. I love the service. I love the professionalism. I love the attention to detail. And most importantly, I love picking my vehicle up knowing it's in better shape than when I brought it in. Head to blvdautoworks.com today. Tell them Bradley sent you.